Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic. Are you? Perfect. Hey, hey, babes. Welcome back to Femme du Soleil. Today's guest, you might know her. Um, she is a spiritual mentor for six-figure multidimensional entrepreneurs seeking soul alignment and development of their intuitive gifts. She is based in Sweden. Daniela Arango, thank you so much for being here and welcome to my world. Oh my goodness, thank you for having me. What an honor. I'm so happy you're here. Ah, I'm so... happy to be here. <laughs> I just you know, I, I've never met you in person, obviously, because we live on opposite ends of the world. But when I sort of tap into your energy and, and I follow you on social media, I've been following you for a while. Daniela is just this kind of earth angel embodiment to me. Like, I just feel you have such a strong energy. And I'm sure that doesn't come as a surprise to you to hear that, but it it really comes through and I can feel it on this side <laughs> in New Zealand. So that's My so jaw beautiful. just dropped. <laughs> it's a surprise to you. It does. Thank you so much. Oh, I mean it. I'm serious. Um, so, you know, I'm curious how, you know, have you always, been the Daniela you are now how did you become this version of you what's what's your story um I know a little bit about your story just from what you're sharing um online but my listeners need to hear um yeah who you are and how you got here sure thank you so much for asking and and what an intro I mean I truly appreciate that I feel like um it's so interesting you know, how people perceived our energy versus how we perceived our own energy. So a lot of the times, you know, for me, it's just so beautiful to, to hear how the energy is received because one of the things that I don't know why I'm starting, you know, the whole combo on this, but I was thinking a few days ago how one of the biggest things that I struggle with is imposter syndrome. And it's always been kind of like up and down through, as you asked, and I will eventually, you know, share the story and tell you all the things about, you know, how I, how I am, how I became who I am today. But throughout my journey, there has been points in which, you know, you do question whether what you do is good for people and, and, and whether it's going to hurt somebody or, or not to be accepted by other people or be misinterpreted or all these things. And I think like just the, the, the understanding a lot of the times that imposter syndrome comes from caring so much and from, from truly being devoted to the best from us and, and for, for the work that we're here to share. So I don't know, I, I wanted to 
bring that up because it's been a conversation that's been in my mind a lot. I feel like a lot of my clients and a lot of women just in general, we suffer from from imposter syndrome thinking like, you know, we've got to compensate or we got to do more or make sure that, you know, we're 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 doing good things in the world. And and it's just such a reminder that we we see half of the picture, meaning just our energy, just our presence, just our existence is already such a gift for many people and for ourselves. Like there is just this blessing of being that it's enough. And so as I receive all your your love and your introductions, is that just that reminder all the time that, you know, our energy and just the presence of being in existence, it's already such a gift to to us, you know, experiencing uh, just to experience each other as we are. So as I say that, <laughs> As I as I share that with you, my story. So, you know, I I'm all about spirituality. I'm all about connection. I'm all about as I just shared, really um, the understanding and the exploration of the inner landscape to feel good, to to know ourselves, to feel connected to who we are, to allow our emotions to be our biggest um, alchemy and, and source of wisdom and, and self expression and exploration along with uh, talking to aliens and connecting to divine beings and, and following our, our true calling and our mission. But it has never, like it hadn't, hasn't always been like that uh, at all. I think my journey really truly began where I was, um, I found myself in, in this uh, trip that I was gonna go with, with my family and, you know, at the time, I, I was just excited to get out of the job that I was kind of sick <laughs> with and, and to go and see my family. And I found myself on this plane um, where all of a sudden I'm sitting in that chair in the plane going on a trip for my family. And there is the pilot that comes through and, and says, we, we are about to go down. And those words were like, what? <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, I share this story many times, but every time I, I go back to the moment in which I was sitting in that chair and I was just so happy to escape, my, to escape, you know, my life at the moment and just hearing the words of, we're about to go down and you're in an airplane, you know, far away from land. <laughs> and there is like the stages of like, this cannot be true, what is actually happening, like shock of like, wait, what? And, and I remember, you know, of course, being in shock of like, this cannot be true. And like looking to the person next to me and, and just being like, what? And we're just looking at each other, like, I don't know you, but I'm just so happy that you're here because I can't believe this is happening. And then after you're like, really understand what is actually happening, there was like the the words that that came to me in that moment that continued to guide me through this moment. But the thing about that moment is like I, I've always heard about the oneness, uni unity, and that we're all one and that we're all in this together. And I don't think I really realized what that meant until that moment. I, I don't think I really like somatically experienced what that was until that moment. And then on top of that, I also like, played back my entire life, what I have done, what I hadn't done, what I 
you know, wanted to do and didn't do what I was and didn't allow myself to be what I said and didn't say to the people that I loved and the people that didn't know I loved them. Um, all the things that started to play back. And I remember I made a promise. I made a promise in that moment. And, and, you know, the thing is, like I said, at the time I was just living, but there is one thing about living. And there is another thing about truly being present in our life, like truly being there. And I was just kind of, maybe not even living, just kind of like, you know, going with the flow I guess and whatever was thrown at me and you know I like I said there was many things that I that I regretted at the moment that I wow I wish I had time to do and right now in my life as you explained like I I built a multiple six-figure business I I do what I love I share so much that comes from my heart and even though it's still scary to share so vulnerably who I am, but but this work just continues to make me better every day and not a better person because I am an incredible person as I am, but but a better leader and a better mentor and a better daughter and a better mother and not mother because I don't have a <laughs> I don't have uh, kids actually, not a better mother, but a better partner and a better friend and a better leader, like I said, and 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 just a better person and in in terms of of how I relate to other people and to myself so the thing is we had like I don't know seven minutes until we were supposed to crash which was really weird uh, and in those seven minutes I just played all these things and I again I, I made myself that promise of like okay here's the thing because the download was everything is oneness and you have this moment and that's all you have and then I made myself this promise, okay, okay, if I make it, like if I don't, for some miracle, I don't die here, I will promise to next, like next time really go for what I want. I promise to, to just listen to my heart, to listen to my soul, to listen to who I truly am, to live presently in the moment and to really start to live a little bit on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, so here I am. I mean, we, we made it and, and, and ever since is when I truly just devoted my life to, to spirituality, to healing, to well-being. And that's when I went to Bali, did my teacher training. Like, I think it was my third at the time, because I had been a yoga teacher for a while now, but um, not only did my teach training in Bali, but I stayed longer and worked with many healers and shamans. And then I went to Colombia and worked with many healers and shamans. And, you know, I just continue that path and then eventually, you know, continue to be a yoga teacher until one day I quit right before the pandemic because another hit of inspiration came through and my soul guided me to open a business. And within two years, we have created an incredible, incredible business that continues to support the evolution and the well-being of many, many people. Mm, wow, what a story. And, you know, I can resonate on many levels with you. You have um, some overlapping history, I guess you could say, which could be conversation for another time. But I, I hear you What is what I'm saying. And, you know, it's so fascinating you're saying that you were so happy to escape your life in that in that airplane at the moment and part of me just goes like yeah of course you've manifested your seat in that plane at that time 
to have that experience because you asked for a change you you wanted something different even though it may have been subconsciously so quite often Absolutely. you know we, we do those things and we don't even realize what we ask for and of course you didn't ask for a plane crash <laughs> but um <laughs> it is just what what was the path of least resistance you could say for you to receive but I, tr- I truly believe in in hindsight that as you say we don't necessarily ask for the things that we don't think we need or we you know we fear the most like we're not sitting here saying like you know give me the scariest thing or or you know give me a a plane crash or give me a breakup like we're not really actively manifesting any of those things but what we're when we ask and this is what I say many times like be careful what you ask for because you might just get it when we ask for evolution and growth and and when we ask for the awakening towards who we truly are and what we're truly capable of and and where our capabilities are depending on where we are in life sometimes you know life's gotta shake us to a point in which we react to a point in which we are like oh okay because you know and I just want to share a little story which is a little bit off topic but on topic um, so I, I've been planning a trip to go to Spain uh, for a few weeks now, and then I I booked the the ticket, but I hadn't booked the Airbnb yet. And my friend, who's also part of my team, Valentina, she sent me a link to book an Airbnb that she thought it was a perfect location and perfect everything. And she's like, you should, you should definitely um, sit on this place. And then I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But here I am, Mia, just, you know, looking for other options. And I'm like mm-hmm. in this link that she sent me looking for other things. And I found this beautiful apartment, like, oh my God, I was like, wow, this is it. And then I usually... I'm a reflector, so I, I give myself a little bit of a space to make decisions. Um, otherwise, sometimes I can just make a really quick decision and then the next day be like, wait, I don't feel like that at all. <laughs> yeah. So I just get, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll book it tomorrow. And then that night I literally like, it, this was horrible, horrible nightmare about the house. It was like, it was a nasty, like, I just have to say nasty, super terrifying nightmare about not like the the message of the nightmare was like, do not pick this place, pick the other one. And I remember in the middle of the nightmare saying like, all right, all right. Oh my gosh. Like, this is so scary. I will definitely not go to this place. I don't know what it is, but it's, I'm not meant to be there. And then when I wake up, the next day and the the sun is out and I'm, I feel safe in my body I'm like oh nah I'm still gonna book it <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> of course right and then so I find myself literally a couple a couple of hours after waking up I'm in the computer and I take out my credit card and I'm literally about to like press the button on like the number of my credit card and my mom calls me and I usually don't pick up when my mom calls me because I like to just maybe talk to her in the evening because otherwise we just get in a conversation and I get way too distracted but I don't know for some reason I was like oh let me pick up so I pick up the phone and I was like hey mom just in the middle of like she's like no we just found you I also you know simultaneously been looking for uh, an apartment for a short term in Miami. So I've been looking for an apartment where my my family lives, my mom and my sister, to go there for like maybe a month or two, no, actually two to three months 
to because right now the winter in Sweden is really getting to me and I need mm. a lot more yeah. light so but I, I you know it's kind of like in the back end of manifestation so I had been thinking about it and I knew it was going to happen I just didn't know when and she literally calls me in that minute saying like we found you the apartment and it's ready in a week so just book your ticket and come and I was like oh that is an interesting timing <laughs> And then I just put down the phone. I said, okay, perfect, beautiful. Thank you. You know, that sounds great. So I'm just not going to book this one. And I was telling my partner, like literally after all this happened, I was telling my partner, I was like, but you know, maybe I can book that place in Spain when I come back from Miami. And he was like, are you not listening? (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like you had a horrible nightmare that is literally telling you not to go there. Your mom calls you in the second you're about to book that place because you're not meant to. And then you find the perfect place that actually, because I I also uh, wanted this place at a certain uh, rate in Miami. And I put my number down and I say, this is the number. This is where I'll go. And literally the realtor got back to me with the exact number, like like to the T and he's like, don't you understand? Like, why are you not listening? And I feel like this, so here's how I want to bring it back. A lot of the times we get so many messages on the right direction, like on like signals and messages and guidance and we don't follow. Like, so then sometimes when we're not really listening, the universe sometimes and, and and the, synchronicities of energetics of what we're actually desiring have to come a little bit more harsh <laughs> for a oh, yes. so that's what I wanted to say when it comes to like we're not necessarily manifesting you know to to be in pain or or to you know go in on a plane crash but what we are manifesting sometimes is like a, a shift in course a shift in direction, uh, a listening towards our inner guidance. And sometimes it does take many, 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 many like bumps in the road and hiccups and scary things and, and, and things that caught our attention so that we are finally get to like, oh, oh, okay, maybe I'm being rerouted somewhere else. Yeah, and then not fighting that, right? Like we have a ten- tendency as human beings to rebel against those signs and bumps and whatever we want to call that and I know for myself and many people in my world you know we tend to just go like ah just carry on it's a bit rough that's okay (laughs) keep pushing (laughs) but actually if you would look at it you're like no maybe I'm trying too hard here maybe this is the wrong (laughs) wrong path um yeah I love absolutely that. but I also feel like it's it's important to honor our fear too because a lot of the times when we talk about following the soul's path and following um our, our soul's mission and our inner guidance a lot of the times we believe that it is it is meant to feel so good in the body and it's meant to feel so easy and so flowy and the truth is is that our soul will expand our zone of comfort so even realizing that listening like sometimes we do need those nudges to come many many times in many many different ways for us to be ready to say yes to that calling for us to be ready to to handle the nervous system expansion that that's gonna take us Mm -hmm. so I think it's important to understand that like 
because a lot of the times I feel like people self-sabotage themselves by thinking that if it's not going to feel good and easy, then it's not necessarily the way. And it's like, that is a tricky, very, uh, like, how do I want to say? It's a very tricky thing because it's not meant to, you're not meant to push and try something over and over and over again and like burn yourself out trying to make it happen because you're in control of it, like or you're trying to be in control of it. But also understanding that a shift in lifestyle and a shift in in course in our life is going to push us through making decisions that are not going to feel comfortable or familiar to us. So it is normal that we do feel fear around following the soul, around following, you know, our guidance, around following our divine's path, because it's not the path that's going to keep us comfortable, is the path that's going to expand us, not to a point that it's going to traumatize us, of course, but to a point in which we are going to have to, to be uncomfortable because it's just, it's different, it's the unknown. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Love it. Um, I don't know why this comes up, but you mentioned your partner, and for some reason, I feel called to bring this question in because I'm curious for myself. Um, I see you as being very free flowing in your feminine energy as you carry out your work, and how. Does that affect your relationship? Like, I, I want to give you an example. In, in my case, my husband is an engineer. He's very pragmatic, down-to-earth, super smart guy. And I love him to bits. But he doesn't really understand my approach of, like, oh, I can't sit at the desk eight hours and do my work. That That's not where the magic happens. I need to be you know, I need to be doing all the different things. And sometimes sitting at the beach with my coffee is part of doing my work because I'm channeling or whatever is happening. And so my question is, I'm curious, how do you experience this? Does that affect you in any way or does he just get it? Um, do you know what I mean? Totally, totally, totally. And, and there's a, there's a few things that I want to say, and thank you for asking this question. I actually love this question. And here's what I would say in the bigger picture, and then I will I will go into my own experience of this. But in the bigger picture, I truly believe that all of all of our relationships are there to teach us lessons about who we are. And our capability of loving ourselves and other people and our capability of leading through adversity and believing in who we are. So one of the things that I've noticed about, and this is not necessarily talking about my partner, but talking about in general, when people don't believe about the things that I'm about. So a lot of people, you know, I do trans channeling. I this is not necessarily my work. I don't do a lot of mediumship, but I definitely bring it to my sessions and, and I connect my clients to family that has passed or friends that have passed and things like that. And and of course, I, I follow my guidance and, and crazy things like the guidance that, you know, I just shared happened all the time in my life. This is like my life. But because of that, there were many people that didn't believe and many people that didn't take it seriously and 
And what I've noticed with that is that what they are teaching me rather than what I'm supposed to prove to them is my ability to continue to believe in what I'm about is the opportunity to stand stronger in what I believe in without having to uh, like without having to push it onto them or to have them understand or to have them believe because as I have my own freedom and liberty to believe in what I believe so do they so with that said in terms of like friends and clients and partners and family members that are meant to teach us a lesson. So when it comes to partnership in an intimate way, I still believe that for each other, we are here to teach us lessons. And one of the things that I believe is that our relationship, a healthy relationship is that one which continues to expand us to the better of who we are in the relationship that we have with each other. So when you're saying, you know, my partner doesn't really understand, is it that my question is, is it that they need to understand so that we can feel better about who we are and we can feel um, like it's valid, <laughs> like our work is valid, or is it more than rather than having them truly understand what we are about is just for them to to see and respect the work that we do not necessarily having to truly 100% understand it so for me uh, and and for for me and my partner i i find very blessed in our relationships that he he had um his grandmother was very uh, I don't like this word too much, but it was like very woo-woo, like she was into seeing things and spirituality and connection. So he grew up with that and, and he's very comfortable with all of those things. And the way I work, I think, you know, David res really respects my work and, and what I do. And, and for him, it's like if sometimes I wake up at 12, sometimes I wake up at six, sometimes I, you know, I'm in the robe all day in my PJs, just walking around with my tea dancing. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. That's like in mean, awe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just like in awe. It's like, you know, I wonder, he's just, I think, very curious. Like, I wonder how it works. Uh, but, but what I think it's, it's important in our relationship is the respect of, I don't need to, like, I don't need to have you, I don't need to understand or for you to understand and validate me in order for me to be who I am. I just need you to love me for what I do and who I am, even if you don't understand it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like, it's not, yeah, that external validation piece. It's not even, you know, um, in my example, he totally supports what I do, but it's just that, yeah, he. it's the approach that's so different that he, and. I, I can see why he can't understand that because, you know, most people have their eight hour job and yes. it just doesn't work for what we do. And um, mm. yeah, so it's, it's so fascinating to, to bring that to the table. Thank you for that. Love it. And I want to add too, like, I remember when I went through my, like the thick of my spiritual awakening, which is basically what I help women do when they're in the thick of their spiritual awakening and they're trying or not trying, but navigating the integration of their spirituality in their, in their daily lives, in their, with their friends, with their 
clients, with with their partners, with their family, which is quite an integration because we're not only literally shifting into another persona almost, uh, but we're also uh, seeing things very differently and, and, you know, triggering other people and all the things that happen when we are integrating a spiritual awakenings. So I remember when I was moving through it with my partner that I, I remember being so mad at some point. I was like, why am I doing all this inner work? And and I'm crying so much and he hurts so much and he's so deep and and you're not doing any of this, you know, inner work and inner healing and, and bettering yourself. Like, I'm just so mad. I was so mad about that, about like, why did I have to do all this work? And he just got to, you know, get like a free pass kind of thing. And and that was something that I moved through personally, that was the release of the anger about, you know, just like things that are out of our control and, and things that, uh, why does this have to happen to me? And then we we're hurt and we want to hurt other people and we want other people to hurt. Like that was a huge piece of my healing but one of the the thing that I that I got from that from that whole healing integration with him was that I I I was basically like I remember I got to a point where I was like I respect who you are and I love who you are and I respect who I am and I love who I am and I choose what I choose and you choose what you choose. And as long as we can hold each other with our own choices, then we then we we can be together. And and ever since I stopped like pushing that on him and trying to expect things from him just because I did them. And I actually thought about like, oh, my God, if somebody was as, you know, into this work as I am. I think we would go really crazy. Like, I really need somebody that grounds me. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I need somebody. I need, I need that little bit of contrast. And I really like it that he keeps me very grounded, although I'm, I'm a Virgo and I'm very rational and logical in many ways. But I, I like... I like who he is and I love who he is and I, I respect his own journey. And, and I mean, we've been together for nine years now and within that he's done his work, but at his own pace, I don't, I don't expect that from him anymore. And, and he does it his own way as well. Mm, perfect. Perfect answer. Thank you so much. Um, I have one last question for you, Daniela, before I let you go, because I know it's probably late for you. <laughs> um <laughs> So the name of my podcast, obviously, Femme du Soleil. And I ask this question every time I have a guest. So bear with me. But loosely, it translates into women of the sun. And for me personally, I've chosen this to hold context for almost a filter I like to apply to my life that has this feeling of walking on sunshine. I try to live my life feeling that way as much as I can. So my question to you is, what does walking on sunshine mean to you? How does it make you feel? Mm, I love that. Um, there is an image image that comes to 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 my third eye right now, which is um, just walking outside and listening to really good music and being in my space. I um, I think 
that walking on sunshine is the the daily reminder of the things that makes us happy. I believe that a lot of the times we forget that it's the little things that make a huge difference in the way we feel about ourselves. So for me, it's really important to check in throughout the day to give myself those sparks of fun and, and, and enjoyment and connection. So for me, it's putting on a really good song and, and dancing and going for a walk with the wind in my face and just listening to some high frequency at the end of the night or at the end of the day to unwind or to put on some candles and to sit with myself and, you know, sip on my tea and look out the window. Like I, I think it's like the, the smallest things, the tiniest things that, sometimes we take for granted because it's like I I will do that when and I don't have time for that because but the more and more and more we're being those moments of intentionality I think the more we can look back and and have a beautiful memory of what our lives was perfect thank you so much for this beautiful picture you've just painted <laughs> oh, I hope that answered your it. question <laughs> Um, right. So where can people follow you and find you? Um, I'm usually on Instagram. I love Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at I am Daniela Arango. And I'm also on Facebook. I am Daniela Arango. And I have my own website that's called uh, Daniela middle dash Arango dot com. But just come and hang on Instagram. I love Instagram and that's where usually I would hang out the most. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. This has been a beautiful conversation. I haven't asked you any of the questions I have written down. <laughs> but that's perfect. Um, that's exactly how, <laughs> how these things need to go. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for having me. It has been an honor to just share energies with you and to have a fun conversation. Uh, it's been an honor. Thank you for your, for your time and for everybody listening. Yeah, of course. Bye for now. Bye. Did you enjoy this episode? If yes, please share it with your friends and tag me on Instagram at I am Sabrina Weber.